the future of hair transplantation surgery. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the future of hair transplantation surgery. And we're gonna think about anything that's possible, anything that's sci-fi, and we're gonna kinda of go above and beyond that. Um, so first step of hair transplantation surgery is I think we're gonna have better therapies to kind of maintain your hair. So that is great news if you're in your 20s and 30s and have not experienced hair loss yet. If you have experienced hair loss, I don't think those medications exist where you're going to be able to regrow your hair yet. Hopefully in the future, there is something that won't have the side effects. But if you're already past that age, sorry, this won't apply for you. The next thing we're talking about, the future of hair transplantation and hair, hair surgery itself, is going to be how the hair is harvested. I think the future is kind of here now, just that people don't know what it is. Um, and that is robotic um, harvesting with FUE. A lot of talk about handheld versus robotic, and there's so much misinformation here on um, the handheld versus the robot that I always like to try to clear this up. You know, if I look at someone's website and randomly talking about um, robotic hair transplant surgery, they'll say, oh my God, it needs a larger punch. It's not accurate. It's very slow, you know, and I actually think it's far from that. Um, anyone can buy a s simple little Dremel tool and you know, call it a handheld FUE harvesting tool. And you're taking this spinning tool to kind of harvest your hair. It's very hard to, um, to do this repeatedly over and over again. If there's anything that we have in medicine that's designed for a robot, it's harvesting hair. It's a repetitive task that's very tedious, that requires almost beyond human vision to envision these hairs to get this out and it needs this some sort of objective measure to quantify this. It's pretty darn close to that right now with the Artist IX. And I've had the Artist 9, I've had the Artist 8, I've had now I have the IX. You're taking 12x vision, which I don't even think they make a loop that big. The biggest loops they make are 8x um, with the best approach of a sharp, spinning, dull punch that is only 0.9, actually can go as low as 0 0.8, 0 0.8, 0 0.9, or one millimeter um, depth of, um, of, I'm sorry, of um, diameter of removing these, uh, these hairs. And you can articulate and move the angle in a way that the human hand can't. So if you're looking at the future of hair transplant and surgery, it's pretty close. And it's already, I think the robot is so much better there and I, I think that in the future, will this be even better? I can't imagine it not being better than it already is. But for me, that's right now the best way of doing it. And in the future, I think that's going to continue to be the best way and only making leaps and bounds earlier. Future of hair transplant surgery as far as placing hairs. Currently, it's being done by hand, which is the way I do it in my practice. And it has to be done by hand um, along the hairline and along the rest of the head. I think... In the future, this is all going to be done robotically. Right now, uh, there are a select number of robots in the world that can do this, and mine can do that. It's an IX with implantation abilities. And the ability here is that rather than making a site and placing your graft, what's going to happen is the robot actually is going to stick and place a graft at the same time. What that means is you're going to have less trauma to the scalp. You're not going to have a site and then have to later on place a graft and try to throw that through there. It's going to be a very consistent graft placed, exact depth, exact diameter, um, and exact angle. And I like that because, again, you're controlling things that are much harder to control by hand. So I think right now that is not the standard. It's getting pretty close. 
and I have about 20% of my patients who want robotic implantation. They are, I mean, it, it, is, it is pretty impressive what the robot's doing, and I think that's an area where the robot's going to exceed human abilities. I think this might be like a month-by-month -month thing. The next thing with the future of hair transplantation is hair cloning. So hair cloning means you would take one of your hairs and you would bring it to a lab. They would make, you know, thousands of your hair grafts and you would put them back into your head. I don't think this is, you know, there now. This might be something in 10 years, maybe 15 years. Um, current cost estimates for hair cloning are right now north of six figures and some having it 250 to 500K. Now, there's probably a select number of us in the world who would spend 500K on our hair. Um, but for some of us who have no hair, and this is the only way we could have hair, it might be worth it. If you're a celebrity, you're a businessman, but a lot of us don't need that. We have enough hair in the back of our head to redistribute. So I think this is gonna be a niche thing for quite a while. This might be into the 2030s, possibly 2040s before hair cloning um, is, is a reality. Um, there's really no organs that are being cloned right now. There's no hearts, livers, kidneys. Um, hair makes sense to be something that would be cloned. We're not cloning teeth either. So I think this is something that I love it as a futuristic scientific approach. I just don't think it's going to happen in the next decade. It might be a little bit longer. Um, so, and then finally, the future of hair transplant surgery. I think it's going to be much more automated. And we're trying to do this in our practice as well. And what I mean by automated is when you see us, it's, we're trying to make everything as objective as possible. Many times when you have a hair transplantation consultation, you shake someone's hand who may or may not have been, know anything about hair. It might be someone who just randomly knows this, uh, who's been trained maybe for like a two or three hour uh, learning session. You talk to this consultant. You may or may not meet your hair transplant surgeon. Uh, you may not even meet your hair transplant surgeon the day of the surgery. And you're really not getting this objective evidence of what you need to get done. I think in the future, and this is what we're doing more and more in our practice, is getting objective mathematical analysis of what we can do, where we can place the graphs. And what we do is we scan the head. When we're scanning the head, we're looking at how many graphs we have in our donor area, and we come up with a mathematical estimate. Based on this estimate, we think about how many graphs we're going to need, and we come up with an actual answer of how many graphs and how many hairs we'll need to get appropriate coverage. Um, so this is, uh, I think, going to be much more automated in the future, and I think this is going to kind of tie in line with the robotic hair transplant surgery. So I think hair transplant surgery right now is already um, a phenomenal procedure in the right hands or with the right equipment, and I only see this getting better and better in the future.